Hello everyone, Jonathan Lee here, founder and creator of Bridging Legacies Across Campuses. And today I have a former classmate of mine um, at William & Mary, um, Marlena Webster. Please introduce yourself. Oh yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I'm Marlena Webster. I am, um, am currently a licensed clinical psychologist and serving as a clinical quality manager with Lear Health. Um, and at Lyra, we provide uh, mental health services to um, employees of a variety of major tech, finance, education, and uh, medical companies across the United States. Um, I supervise licensed um, therapists who are providing that care and also provide that care myself um, and also support with our quality improvement uh, metrics. So making sure that we are providing the highest quality of mental health care. Uh, prior to coming to Lear Health, I was a clinical psychologist and psychology program manager for um, our local VA here in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia and loved the work that I did there with uh, providing direct care to um, those who served um, our country so selfishly um, and uh, excuse me, selflessly, selflessly, excuse me. And, um, and then also served as a psychology program manager um, and established a variety of uh, programs for um, the management of chronic pain, uh, addressing opioid use disorder, and um, just looking at some simple behavioral health uh, changes that folks can make to improve their day-to-day -day functioning. And in addition to the work that I do for Lyra currently, I also um, have my own private practice where I provide mental health services to children, adolescents, uh, couples, and families um, via telehealth. Um, so yeah, that's what that I'm doing is, right now. That is so good to hear. I know how important um, everything you said with all the different text boxes, with opioids, uh, the veterans, the children, and everyone that just needs mental health and support in certain African-American community, it's always important to kind of check that box and do more than just checking it, make sure we're uh, mentally healthy, because that's something that our community, we don't necessarily lean into as much as we should. Absolutely. Um, that's one of the things that I really enjoy being able to do, especially with my private practice, um, is serving um, African-American individuals, in particular Black women, um, who are perhaps less likely to access care or uh, perhaps have limited access to mental health care. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much. You would uh, get along greatly. One of my big sisters from my high school, Judelia Cole, uh, who does some things down in Atlanta, very similar with adolescents. Um, so I'm sure you guys are definitely linked up with some positive synergy. So thank you so much for that. So I kind of let the cat with the bag earlier about you being a William Mary grad. Um, but tell me, as you were in the 757 area, how did you end up at William & Mary down in Williamsburg, Virginia? Yeah, so uh, a couple of different paths brought me to William & Mary. So as you mentioned, I'm from the Hampton Roads area. So I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia, uh, which is about 45 minutes away from Williamsburg. And while I was in elementary school, um, so to back a little bit, back up a little bit, my mom um, is a retired teacher, and uh, she was very intentional about making sure that I stayed active um, on the weekends, during the summers, 
every chance um, that there was for me to have some additional enrichment, uh, she would get me signed up for it. And so uh, William and Mary um, at that time had a couple of enrichment programs for uh, the weekends where um, elementary school children could come up and study a variety of things. And so when I went there, I studied uh, forensic science and psychology. And um, that was my first exposure to William and Mary. And um, at that time, I was maybe one of two Black children in that program. And um, I remember we used to uh, carpool up with um, another child from Portsmouth, um, a young uh, white girl, and uh, we would just have a lovely time together. Uh, but it was uh, initially different for her and her family uh, to see a Black girl who was uh, intelligent and um, whose family had the wherewithal to get connected to a program like that. Um, and so from there, I just continued to really enjoy um, William & Mary and um engaged in summer programs, but also um, one of my cousins actually um, attended and graduated from William & Mary. She graduated in 1996, perhaps. Okay. Um, And um, Andrea Coleman. And so um, being able to sort of see her journey and she loved William & Mary as well. She was an improv there and um, we would go visit her and of course um, our family were really close-knit and so all of us were there for a graduation and um, I looked up to Andrea and she um, out of my family she's the other only child um, amongst my first cousins and so um, yeah just I think seeing her there and then also having my own experiences uh, sort of led me there and uh, once it was time to apply to colleges I applied to quite a few um, I applied to HBCUs and um, PWIs, and William & Mary continued to hold a special place in my heart. And um, also, I was selected to be in the uh, William & Mary Scholars Program um, because of the volunteering that I had done um, while in high school and then also because of my academic record. And so um, that certainly was a, a nice incentive to come to William & Mary as well. You're certainly right. And, uh... A couple of years before you, I was selected as a William Mary scholar as well. So oh, cool. part of my lineage of William Mary started with that opportunity of full financial aid and academic opportunity. And the rest is history, as they say. So it's so important. Um, and again, it's always good for those trailblazers that we can kind of see a mirror image of ourselves in a way, certainly with family members that are like minded people that are getting educated. Um, as you talk about your journey um, down the road, this young white student kind of talking about your journey as a black female as a black person winning your educational you were a black woman navigating this world of education hmm. I think it came at various points um, within my life I've uh, more often than not have been the only or one of a few um, black students in my classes um, and I think that became apparent uh, for me or even more apparent for me in middle school um, my mom actually taught at the middle school and um, actually it must have been elementary school excuse me so she taught at the middle school and I would catch the bus from my middle school to my elementary school and um, around fifth grade while riding the bus and it's a very short ride it was probably about (laughs) two miles um, from the middle school to our elementary school but within that time uh 
uh, a young woman um, and her family, actually it was her, uh, one of her brothers, um, called me the N-word and it just, I was like, I don't even know what this, why this is coming at me in this way. Um, I had not done anything that I can recall to um, provoke it. But um, that made it more clear to me that, yes, I am different. And um, that difference doesn't necessarily make me bad, um, but perhaps it does impact the way that um, other people see me and the way that they interact um, interact with me. And so um, it's interesting because that uh, family became relatively full circle. I ended up being the manager for um, a member of that family. And um, (laughs) of course, never brought it up to them, but it's just one of those nuggets that you sort of hold in the back of your mind and uh, sort of chuckle of, you know, just like, you know, this is how life, um, how life can come full circle for us. But um, that certainly was a moment where it was uh, very apparent, but there are also been other times in my life where, um, it's been, you know, obvious to me that I'm the only or one of a few and I've used humor to cope with it or just to address it. And so I recall within my freshman year, um, at William and Mary, we were, you know, going around doing the sort of get it to know you games for, uh, my dorm and we were doing the two truths and a lie. And one of my statements was, I'm from um, the Republic of Congo, and I was the only Black person on my entire floor in my dorm, and so they dare not question that. And, uh, of course, they thought that that was the truth, and it was very much so a lie, And uh, but it became sort of like a running joke with um, a few of the girls in my hall, so much so to the point that they got me a book um, about the Republic of Congo. Um yeah. <laughs> And, you know, we were able to laugh about it. But, um, yeah, and I think also that space of being the only or one um, has fostered friendships for me. So uh, one of my closest friends, we um, grew closer because in seventh grade, we were one of two Black people in our gifted program. And so uh, we've, we've maintained our friendship for 20 plus years at this point. Um, and it's sort of that bonding of, yes, I can be my truest self in this space where I also feel like I have to wear uh, so many layers uh, or so many different masks, but I can take those off um, with this person or with this group of people. Oh, you're so true. And it goes back to the classic book, Why Do All the Black Kids Sit Together in the mm-hmm. Cafeteria, basically, just that comfort zone and not having to code switch, not having to be someone they're not. They just identify with each other so easily which is so powerful. Um, you talked about so many great things and segue right into my next question. As you reflect on what it means to be you and who you are and with your education and all your skill sets and um, diverse background in education and, 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 and psychology and things like that, what would you go back and tell your younger self as a senior and tell another African-American female or someone similar to yourself as they were to navigate to a college like William Mary? What would you go back and say to your younger self? Hmm. Um, quite honestly, many of the the things that I did at William & Mary, um, I would say they helped me to thrive. And so I would encourage my younger self to uh, continue to find community in a space where uh, it can feel like it's lacking at times and um, find your people, find your tribe. And that's what 
uh, really got me through at William and Mary. Um, I was, while I majored in psychology, I was initially going there uh, as a uh, pre-med student. And so I would find myself in these huge lecture hall um, chemistry and biology classes where you'd have 200 students and still maybe only a handful who looked like me and um, not always receiving the most encouragement from uh, professors about um, the past that at that point I thought um, I wanted to take. Um, and so I guess a, another piece of advice that I would give myself thinking of that would be to follow my heart um, and not the expectations of others. And so um, because I had always been the smart black girl or the smart one in the family, it was anticipated that I would be um, a doctor and I did achieve that, but I'm not a physician, um, right. I'm a doctor of psychology. And so, uh, you know, even experiences there with um, William & Mary led to that with being able to shadow um, a developmental pediatrician over one of my spring breaks. And I met her because her daughter um, was in the PLUS program with me, which was a summer program to prepare yep. Yep. Um, minority students for our life there at William & Mary. And so um, that time, that week with her changed my life um, where I saw that there was so much of a gap between what she could do from her role at Kennedy Krieger of um, supporting the medical side of um, some of these children who had really significant um, brain um malformations or um, just challenges with their development and the what she was trying to communicate to the schools. And so that is what sparked my desire to be a school psychologist and then ultimately to become a clinical psychologist. And so um, definitely um, telling younger me um, or younger uh, Black women to follow the, the desires of your heart. They're not there just by happenstance. There's a reason why you have that draw um, to go to different places or to engage in certain activities or to serve um, particular groups of people. Um, and I think also to not take things personally. Um, some of the interactions that I had at William & Mary could easily have left someone to say, oh gosh, this is not the place for me. Um, and, you know, sort of in hindsight thinking, well, um, not to excuse the behavior of others, but to see it in context of, well, this is also a brand new experience for um, some of these people that I'm coming across. And so right, some spaces right. that um, come off as curiosity, well, now I can see it as curiosity, but it maybe came off as, um, I don't know, perhaps abrasive or ignorant um, of course. at that time. And so, um, yeah, but just to not take it personally and to recognize that um, though they may not understand why I'm there or they may have their own suspicions of how I was able to get into such a prestigious institution, um, I know why I'm there and I know um, that I was sought after um, to be there in that space. So um, oh, you speak, you're yeah. speaking so many, so many truths and um, it's just been amazing to go back to my LinkedIn profile to all the wonderful the black females that I'm connected to through William & Mary um, with all of you that you're so successful between the AKAs and the Deltas that you guys are just crushing it um, as I think about seeing you all as an older person graduating and then going back to see what you all are doing I just say thank you thank you for your change and contribution to, to society and to your demographic of folks down in the Tidewater area and everything you're doing and say it's so purposeful and so meaningful 
Um, and I know it, it hurt. It helps to hear it be said because it hurts some days to go without it where you're like, man, am I doing the right thing? But I just want to say thank you. You definitely are. Oh, I, I greatly appreciate that. And um, yeah, I find it a, an extreme honor to um, be able to walk alongside people as they journey through life and um, perhaps journey through some of the most difficult times in their lives. Um, and also to be able to speak in manners such as this, where uh, we're getting to feed into the souls of the young people who are yet to come, who are yet to cross this bridge into um, college and universities that um, historically have not had uh, large populations that look like them. But um, I, I see that each year that changes more and more um, where, you know, the percentage of uh, people of color is increasing um, at some of these institutions. And, uh, you know, at least I hope that uh, companies such as your own um, help to build a space of uh, comfort and um, for folks to be able to gain a sense of uh, identity or to be able to at least be able to see that um, a reflection of who they are um, in those of us who have come before them. Oh, you're so right. And you kind of got right into my last question about what can I continue to do to improve or get better or what I'm doing well. And again, you said everything. You kind of described why I named my um, LLC what it is. We're Black, bridging legacies across campuses. Mm -hmm. Because literally, as you get educated and you get your doctorate, as I have my MBA and thinking about my grandparents of a grandmother that would stay at home to clean houses and a grandfather on my mom's side that was a gas station attendant thinking about the education they had that was limited and now being with two degrees and thinking about the importance of bestowing that on my two kids to say the value of education is important and as diverse people that this is what we've been told and has been ingrained in us that this can kind of even the playing field is the importance of education and so how do we get back to that point similar to dr king where we can be judged as a group of people by the content of our character and not the color of our skin so that's literally everything i build my llc upon is these conversations for the next generation of learners. Because I think it's, that, it's just that important. Mm -hmm. it's, it's vital. And um, I think what you're doing, um, you know, is, is something that's needed. And having this space for even us who are alum of um, these uh, PWIs, for us to be able to network with one another, uh, but more importantly for um, the future students to be able to see that we do exist and um, not only do we exist, but uh, we prosper and we thrive in the spaces where um, we have been the only or uh, one of a few. And so, um, yeah, I, so I just right. hope that you keep going and uh, I would love to be able to um, hear success stories that I know will come um, of students who have been impacted by the work that you're doing and the groundwork that you're laying for them to um, know that though in the midst of, you know, doing finals and <laughs> thinking about Tom's being back at swim, um, Yo. <laughs> you know, in the middle of the night studying and worrying yeah. if I'm going to make it, there is another side to this and there is success um, on the other side of those late nights, those times where you worry and um, there is community both there on the campus and also um, in the world at large um, of those who are cheering you on, whether or not the students know it, uh, we definitely want to see them succeed. 
Oh, perfect. Merlin, you said everything that I hope to cover and then some on this podcast. I just want to say thank you for your testimony and for your story that sometimes when you dig up these emotions, they can be bittersweet. Thinking about being called the N-word and how that might have been a low moment and you had to take the high road to be professional and be courteous and everything your parents and the, the Bible might have told you to do. And I just say thank you. I thank you for sharing that. And I hope that the listeners can absorb that. And I can't wait to release your bio shortly. I just saw that pop in. So I can't wait to pair these two things together in the same few days. And just say thank you so much.